Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, 1 Samuel chapter 8, and if I were to give this one a title, it would be The Blessing of Unanswered Prayer. The Blessing of Unanswered Prayer. I don't know if you've ever thought about this before, but how many times have we prayed earnestly for God to do something? But then later we go back and say, God, I'm so thankful <laughs> that you did not answer that prayer because what you had in mind was so much better than what I could have ever imagined. Well, that is exactly the opposite of what happens here today, but it gives us an opportunity to talk about how God knows better than we do. We're going to get into that in just a moment, plus I have an announcement for you. But before we do that, as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And I want you to go down in the comments and tell me something you're thankful for. I love the idea of just celebrating things. We're not thankful enough for all the things that God does in our life. So I want you to tell me something you're thankful for. If you're the podcast listeners, thank you so much. You are always my favorite. Make sure that you leave me a five-star review. Also, let us know when you five-star review it, what is it about this podcast that you are learning the most? Are you learning more about how to read your Bible, about how to dissect scripture? You just learn just how much Pastor Brandon stumbles over his words. <laughs> Whatever it is, let me know. And then also where we all gather together at the Facebook group Bible Breakdown Discussion. Thank you so much for joining us in that group. It is an honor to do life together. I want to give you a really quick announcement. If you want to go ahead and get your Bibles open to 1 Samuel chapter 8, and that is that for a while now, at the uh, bottom or the end of rather our videos, we'll have about a four to five minute time where I just play some soft music and give you a chance to kind of reflect on what we have been reading about. I think it's important before we rush off the rest of our day, take a moment, just say, God, what do you want me to do with this today? Well, recently we have started getting a copyright strike for that music. We're in the process of disputing it right now because we have paid for the right to use that music. However, the people who have given us the right to use that as of right now, they are declining that and saying they don't care that we've paid for it. They don't want to give it to us. So it's a big old dispute, but I just wanted to let you know. So if you see we're changing the end of it, we're going back to the way we used to do it. That is the reason why. And if we can get that dispute figured out, we'll go back to it because I think it's important. And I want to tell you to make sure you take three to five minutes after we read God's word every day just to have some personal reflection time. I'd love for you to do it with the journal open and write, write down. But I know that a lot of you guys tell me that I get to go with you to work every day or you know, you're doing this on your lunch break. You don't always have that available. And so just take some time to reflect in God's word, especially as, as we get to this today, 1 Samuel chapter 8. I think it'd be really good to think through the idea of the blessing of unanswered prayer because a lot of times when we feel the tension of the moment, we just want the pain to stop. Well, we really want this opportunity and all this. And I can tell you in my life, so many times I have prayed for things only to realize later that was not the best prayer. I was just experiencing pain in the moment and I just wanted the pain to stop or I really wanted an opportunity. So thankful that God didn't answer my prayer. Well, this is what we're going to find out today. The nation of Israel, if you remember, 
you know, the, the overall idea is God's providence despite our silliness. I could have said despite our foolishness because so many times we wander through life and we don't know, right? We're just doing the best we can with what we have. Well, that's what was happening all throughout the book of Judges. Instead of turning to God, they kept turning to themselves over and over and over again. And things kept getting worse and worse and worse. And it just kept getting more and more just crazy until finally what we're at right now is at the end of the period of the Judges. Samuel's the last one, and the people have had enough. They realize what's not working. However, instead of turning to God, they want to turn to another solution, and that is they want a king. They want to be like everybody else. And God has told them over and over again, you don't need a king. You don't, you don't need a king. Just follow me. Everything will be okay. But they're starting to say, no, God, we want you to answer this prayer. And so God's wanting to not answer this prayer. But at the same time, they keep asking for it, and sometimes... God will give us what we want, even though it's really not what we need, because he just does. (laughs) I think there's a thousand reasons why, but sometimes he will, just so we realize it really isn't what we need. So let's look at this together. 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 1, and let's see what happens. It says, As Samuel grew old, he appointed his sons to be judges over Israel. Joel and Abijah were his oldest sons, and they held court in Beersheba. But they were not like their father, for they were greedy for money, and they accepted bribes and perverted justice. Finally, all the elders of Israel met at Ramah to decide the matter with Samuel. Look, they told him, you are now old, and your sons are not like you. Give us a king to judge us, just like the other nations have. Samuel was displeased with their request and went to the Lord for guidance. Do everything they say to you, the Lord replied. They are not rejecting me. They're rejecting me, not you. They don't want me to be their king any longer. Ever since I brought them out of Egypt, they have continually abandoned me to follow other gods. And now they are giving you the same treatment. Do as they ask, but solemnly warn them about the way the king will reign over them. Pause. First of all, how sad is it that Samuel watches his boys go through the same thing that he saw Eli's sons do? That these men, Samuel and Eli, by all accounts, were honorable men. However, something didn't communicate to their kids, and now the nation is done. They, they want a king. And then how sad is it that God is saying, they don't want me. I've done everything I can. They don't want me. So, Samuel, they, they didn't reject you. They're rejecting me. Let them have what they want. So they, they've been praying all this time, you know, asking God for all this time to do it their way, to do it their way. And over and over again, God's like, no. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that prayer. I'm not going to answer that prayer. Until finally God's like, okay, I'm going to answer your prayer. I'm going to give you what you want, but warn them. (laughs) And so here he goes. He's going to warn them. It says this in verse 10. So Samuel passed on the Lord's warning to the people who were asking him for a king. This is how a king will reign over you, Samuel said. The king will draft your sons and assign them to his chariots and charioteers, making them run before his chariots. Some of them will be generals and captains in his army. Some will be forced to plow in his fields and harvest his crops. Some will make his weapons and chariots equipment. The king will take your daughters from you and force them to cook and bake and make perfumes for him. He will take away the best of your fields and vineyards and olive groves and give them to his own officials. He will take a tenth of your grain and your grape harvest and distribute it among his officers and attendants. He will take your male and female slaves and demand the finest of your cattle and donkeys, and they will all be for his own use. 
He will demand a tenth of your flocks, and you will be his slaves. When that day comes, you will beg for relief from this king that you are demanding. But them, the Lord will not help you. But the people refused to listen to Samuel's warning. Even so, we want a king, they said. We want to be like the other nations around us. Our king will judge us and lead us into battle. So Samuel repeated to the Lord what the people had said. And the Lord replied, do as they say, give them a king. And then Samuel agreed and sent people to, uh, sent people home. So this reminds me of a precious, wonderful friend that I know. And when he first got married, he wanted so bad just to be able to provide for his family, as we all do. And he wanted to be able to have all the things that he saw his friends who'd been married 10, 20 years longer, what they all had. And as he tells the story, he says, I started working more and more and more. And I wanted these things and I wanted these things. I prayed to God for these things. And he said, what I really felt like in my heart and as well, my wife kept trying to tell me, we don't need all that extra stuff. We want you. We want we want the simple things of life. We just, we just want a family. And he's like, I know, but I got to have all this. I got to have all this. And he said, one day he looked up and he had all the things he'd been looking for. He worked really hard and he had them. And he said, but I had them, but I didn't have any joy anymore. I didn't have any peace anymore. My family, I didn't know them anymore. And I started to realize that the things I thought I wanted didn't bring the joy I thought it would bring. And when I knew him, he had worked really, really hard to then simplify his life back down again and try to get to know this family that he had almost fully raised, <laughs> but he didn't know. And can I tell you, that's, that's a lot of what's going on in this chapter. That the nation of Israel is saying, we want a king. We want a king. And over and over again, the Lord has tried to tell them, no, you, you, you really don't want one because this is what he's going to do. <laughs> a king is going to be in charge. And you're not going to be able to do the things you want to do anymore and all this kind of stuff. That's okay. We want a king. But what they're going to find out is they didn't really want a king after all. Because that king is that when, it, when a king is good, things are good. But when a king goes bad, you have to pay the price for his bad decisions, right? And so the lesson for us today is be so very careful what you pray for when God says no. When God says wait. Be so very careful not to get angry at the Lord. God, why, why didn't you? Why, why shouldn't you? Well, maybe God knows something we don't. And so we trust God when he doesn't answer our prayer. God loves you more than you can imagine. God is for you more than you can imagine. You've never been more loved than you are right now. Therefore, if God says no, if God says wait, if God says be patient, then there's a really good reason. And so don't be like the Israelites and just say, no, I don't care. I want it anyway. Because God just may give you what you're praying for, only to find out the reason why he didn't want you to have it to begin with. And if so, then what it will turn into is it will turn into eventually a testimony <laughs> of how you went through a difficult season and God brought you to the other side. Because he won't give up on you. It's just he doesn't want you to have to go through that kind of pain. So the answer to the question today is, what do we do with unanswered prayer? We're thankful for them because God is keeping us from something we don't ever have to experience. The nation of Israel is about to find out what happens <laughs> when they get a king. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for today. God, I want to pray and thank you for something bizarre, and that is thank you for unanswered prayer. Thank you for all the times you love me enough to not give me what I want. 
because you knew that it was better for me. I pray, God, you will help me to keep that in mind the next time I get frustrated, the next time I wonder where you are, when I wonder why you haven't answered a prayer yet. Help me remember it's because you are for me even when I don't realize it. And I pray you'll help me to have confidence that that means then that you're going to be with me no matter what. And even if I make the wrong decision, you always lead me in the right direction. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And anyway, don't forget, God's word says in 1 Samuel 12, be sure to fear the Lord and to faithfully serve him. Think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. God is in charge. He's got a plan and he's going to move sometimes in spite of us to get you where you need to be. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for 1 Samuel chapter 9.